everyone, and welcome to another edition of Let's Be Diverse. I'm your host, Andrew Stout. This episode is dedicated to all my loved ones who have supported me through this journey. So no matter, no matter what stage we're at in our career journey, career uncertainty can influence our overall growth. Choosing the right career path can be both exciting and intimidating. When or if your career has taken a turn in the wrong direction, doesn't mean that your career is doomed. Gaining career clarity is a good way to help navigate yourself through a successful career reset. Now, many of us realize after a certain amount of time that we may need to make a pivot or adjust our focus, not, in, not only in our lives, but in our career as well. So on today's episode, we're going to discuss career clarity and how certainty about your career, uncertainty of your career direction will provide you with a clearer understanding of yourself and the environment you desire to work in. Today, I am super excited and beyond thrilled to have as my guest today, the wonderful and talented Teresa White. Now, Teresa is the founder of Career Bloom and the creator of clear, the, clear, the Career Clarity Formula. Tapping into her background as a corporate recruiter, she guides women in discovering what they're meant to do and empowers them to find fulfilling careers. Since 2020, she has helped dozens of women transition out of purposeless and unfulfilling jobs, finding meaningful, energizing, and inspiring work aligned with who they are. She is authentic, compassionate, and resourceful. Please help me give a warm welcome to Teresa White. It's such a pleasure to be here and talk to you today. I love being on your podcast. I appreciate having you on today. It's great to have you. How have you been? I've been doing very busy, but doing very well. That's good. That's good. Keeps you out of trouble then. For the most part, yes. How have you been? <laughs> I've been okay. It's trying to get the podcast going. I started about eight to 10 months ago now to have episodes on my site and it's a work in progress, but I'm happy to be at this stage of the game for sure. Absolutely. And congratulations on the launch on your podcast. I'm, I absolutely love and I love the title and I think you've been doing a fantastic job. I appreciate that. And again, it's a pleasure to have you on today. I am glad I'm here. <laughs> so before we begin on my podcast, I always have a fun question to ask my guests to get things going. So Teresa, are you ready for yours? I'm not sure if I'm ready, but go for it. <laughs> so my question is, Teresa, if you had a one-time travel ticket, would you travel forward or backward in time? Ooh, what a good question. And I'm coming back to the present after? No, you're just going like to the one direction, one or the other. Oh, then I'm going to go backwards. I don't want to shorten my mm. lifespan. I need more of it. So definitely going back. That gives me more time. Gives me <laughs> opportunities to learn more in my past, to take the knowledge I have now into give it to my younger self. So I would definitely travel back. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, no, I think 
first, but a lot of people would maybe fly, go forward and see what it's like, see how they are in the future. But I definitely, I'm with you on that one. I probably would go backwards and uh, take what I've learned now, go backwards and incorporate it in my younger self. Yes. No, I That's think sure. that would... It would be great if we could give our younger self some advice or have uh, the knowledge from the future if he would have that earlier. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. So let's get thing, let's get this conversation going here, Teresa. So you and I connected on LinkedIn, I'd say it was probably about six months ago. I was lucky enough to hear about your story. But what I would like for you to do is to start off by telling our audience a little bit about yourself and your story. Of course. So let's start with, I'm sure a lot of people always wonder where my accent is from. I'm originally from Germany, but I'm very lucky to be calling Hawaii my home. I've been living here for over 14 years now, and I absolutely love it here. So very fortunate to live where there's almost always sunshine, they'll be very happy here. But professionally, my background, as you had already mentioned, is in corporate recruiting. I started my career out in management and then transitioned into human resources and recruiting and was very successful. My career got promoted over and over, but I was really unhappy. I did not like my career at all. I was so unfulfilled. I felt like I wasn't using the potential I had. I was, but the job that I was doing was not aligned with what I wanted to do. The my the values of the company I was working for were absolutely not in alignment with my values. I kept going because I thought this is what I'm supposed to do and my career is looking good. I'm moving up. But deep down, I always had that feeling this is not what I'm meant to do. And I'm very unhappy. I was also working 50 plus hours a week, had no work-life balance, was extremely stressed, but just really didn't know what else I could do. I thought my only the only thing I know is recruiting and human resources and management. That's what I need to stay in if I don't want to start over. And so I kept in that path for a long time till I got to a point, And that was also the same time as my oldest daughter was born. She's four years. Um, but when she was born, I realized that, no, I cannot go back to working 50 hours a week, being miserable and unhappy for 50 hours a week and spending all that time away from my daughter and then coming home feeling stressed and really not happy. That's just not what I wanted for my daughter and for myself. So that was the wake up moment of no, I can't keep going on that path that I've been going for the past eight years and something needs to change. And that's when I started a really big deep dive into, okay, what am I really meant to do? What makes me happy? What makes me come alive? And it took me over a year to figure that out for myself because there's no blueprint and there's no formula. You're just left to figure it out yourself. I took a bunch of assessments. I've read so many books. And then that question of what am I meant to do is what really caught me on fire. And I started reading everything there is about career development. And eventually that turned into my new career of becoming a career clarity coach and now helping others figure out what they're meant to do. And I became so passionate about that subject. And that really was what led me to a career that I absolutely love and enjoy every single day now. Love this. Because I've heard that story before. It's such a great story. Inspirational. And what makes me think why it so inspirational because most of or a lot of people are dealing with the or having to deal with what we call work-life balance 
and I am talking to a lot of people and a few people are finding it hard to not bring their work home and not bring their home to work. That's their difficulties. I, when you said miserable, that kind of resonated with me because I'm sure that's what you found is that your frustration at work, you brought it home and you didn't mean to bring it home, but you were, you had no, you, you had no choice or you weren't able to change your mind because you were just so miserable and not happy that your mindset was bringing everything to where, and it wasn't helping in those areas. Absolutely. And it's, I don't think it's almost impossible to be somewhere. I was working nine hour days and you spent somewhere nine hours. You're so stressed and drained. You can't just turn that off and you get home and feel like happy and energized all of a sudden. You've lost all your mm -hmm. energy in your work day and you pretty much have nothing left for the evening, mm -hmm. which before mm -hmm. I had kids was like, okay, I'll just do nothing in my evenings. But then after I had kids, I wanted to spend that time with them and mm -hmm. you can't, I couldn't do that anymore. Mm -hmm. And now it's a great point. We do our home and our work lives they overlap and sometimes now I also don't always turn my work off but it makes me so happy so sometimes I get home and I start dancing for joy or something and my kids are like what's wrong with your mom I'm like no I just had such a coaching session with a client I'm just so happy so I also <laughs> bring it home now but in a so much more positive way absolutely I was just gonna say in a in a positive manner so it makes it a lot easier for for you and your work and your home life as well. Absolutely. Thank you for sharing your story, Teresa. I am sure that some of our audience would love to hear your opinion on this. What does career clarity mean to you? Career clarity really means to me finding out deep down what you're here and what you're here and what you're meant to do. And that is broader than just one job title or one industry. It is more so about finding what makes you come alive. Having what gives you that spark. And then finding a career that aligns with what sparks you, what makes you come alive. And aligns that with everything you've done in the past. Because we don't want to start over, right? We're halfway through our career and we have experience and that experience is valuable. So finding the clarity of how does all the past experience, our skills and our strengths align with that piece that makes us come alive and what's the direction that points us in. That to me is having clarity and then knowing, okay, these are the careers I want to pursue next. This is how I can transfer my skills. Also being very clear about those skills and strengths, being able to clearly communicate it. And then being certain like, yes, I'm going to make a career change or a career transition. And I feel I have so much clarity about what I have to offer and what I want to do that I can be certain that I'm taking the correct, the best right next step for myself. But that totally made sense to me when you're, I think when you're clearer and you have a clearer understanding of what direction you want to go in, then I imagine that it makes it a lot easier to figure out exactly what you want to do. For sure. And it prevents you from letting career your career happening to you. Because that's what I see so often is that people, they're not happy in the career where they are. And that by all means has to be me. And we want to get out of that career. We just know we want to leave, but we don't know where exactly we want to go to. 
So then we end up sending all these, filling out online applications and either it's not successful because we don't know where we want to go. So we can't sell ourselves and don't end up anywhere else. Or someone takes a chance on us and offers us position. And if we take it, we find out three months, six months down the road that it isn't any better than what we just left. Mm -hmm. So to me, having that clarity before going into a career change is so cruel. Totally makes everything you just said just made so so much sense to me. So now that we've clarified what career clarity is, why is it important to have career clarity and how do we get career clarity? Yeah, what I just touched upon is having that confidence and making that right next step for you. That's really what the importance of it is. And I always give the visual of imagine you're driving from point A to point B. Now imagine you have absolutely no idea what, where point B is. It's going to take mm-hmm. you a really long time to get there, or maybe you'll never, ever find B. And that's the same as in your career. If you don't know where you, where B is, where you want to go to, it's almost impossible to find it. But then on the other hand, if you're driving from A to B and we're very clear about B, that's our goal, that's where we want to go to, we take out a map, we map out the route, and we're going to drive to B and we're going to get there. And that's the same in your career. If you know where you want to go, getting there is actually the easy. To the second part of your question now, how do we figure out what B is? How do we get career clarity? Now, that's the big question. The first step I guide my clients through is taking the Sparkotype assessment, It's a free 10-minute assessment online on sparkatype.com, one I can highly recommend to anyone. And that is an assessment that finds what makes you come alive. And everyone I've worked with so far sees themselves so much in these results. So that's the first piece we we find. It gives us language to communicate and articulate what makes us come alive and what we are meant to do. Now comes the second step. Now we need to align that with what we've done in the past because we want to tell a coherent story. So now we're looking into our past. We figure out what are our strengths? What do we do better than others? What comes to us naturally? And what are our skills? What are the transferable skills that we have? Not the ones that drain us, but the ones that energize us, that when we use them all day, we feel energized and motivated and empowered. So we find our spark, we find our strength, we find our skills. And that points us in the direction of the career that is right for us. But at the same time, we also need to find out, okay, what company would we want to work for? And that's where interests come in. So we dive into what are all the interests? And there's a bunch of questions I ask my clients to define those. But it's something like, what would you want to do more of? What do you love to talk about? What did you? What made you come alive when you were younger as a teenager and young in your young adulthood? What problems would you love to solve? And it doesn't mean just because, for example, I enjoy running. It doesn't mean that I have to become a professional runner. But if that's a big part of my life and a hobby, Maybe I want to work for the company that manufactures my favorite running shoes. As an example, the next part, we need to be very clear on what are our values. So we find a company that aligns with our values and we need to be clear about what are our ideal working conditions. 
Do we want to work remote? Do we want to work hybrid in the office? How much do we want to get paid? How many vacation days we need? So all of that, we really need to figure out for ourselves before we can look out and find a company that aligns with all of that. And I would imagine, Teresa, that with this process, it also teaches you to become a more effective communicator, not just to communicate all these steps and what you want to do and what you're looking for, but also help you to communicate when it comes to the stage of talking to these companies as well. Oh, absolutely. And that's a great point is you're going to be able to present yourself in networking or interviews so much better if you're clear about what your strengths are, what you're good at and what you want to do. Just that piece of clearly being able to communicate what you want to do sets you apart from all the other candidates out there. Yeah, I definitely see that for sure. So with lots of changes, especially in the last two years, many of us, including our listeners, have had to learn to adapt and pivot. So you think to have clear career clarity, we have to have the ability to adapt and pivot? Oh, certainly, yes. And it's different for everyone. For some people, they are in a career that they're really unhappy in. And they come to me and they say, well, I need a complete career change. Then we go through the process and they actually discover they don't need a 180 or 360 degree change. They need to make a little pivot. They might be in a role that's actually they would really love, but they're working with a toxic manager or in a really mm -hmm. toxic work environment. And that's what they need to get away from and find a similar role, but in a supportive work environment. And then in another case, someone might have done something for the last eight years and the majority of the job is not right for them. That is all everything that drains them. They're unhappy. It might be a great company, but the role itself is just not right for them. And then we need to pick out these little pieces that they've done successfully that we can transfer it to another career. And in that case, it might be a 180 degree change and a lot more change is needed. But either way, right, change is hard for us humans and myself included, for sure. It is being open to those new experiences and knowing that, yes, it's not easy to step outside of my comfort zone, but something better is waiting for me outside of that comfort zone. If I take the step and if I open myself up to change, I can find something that's more fulfilling. It might be a better work environment, might be a better manager, or it can be those tasks and careers that really align with what we want to do. No, I totally see that. And talking about adapting and pivoting, I know myself when I think back of the person or the man that I was maybe 10 months ago I feel like I'm a different person than I was 10 months ago so the things that I'm looking for and the things that I enjoy are different from what I was looking for before so now if I was looking for a new position or job I'd be looking for a position where I be where I was seen, heard, valued, and understood because that's important to me. And I would be looking for a place that look at me in those ways. I love that you have so much clarity on what you need and being seen and heard and understood is so important. That's how we want to feel at work. We want to feel seen and we want to have our voice and we want to feel valued. And I absolutely love that that you know that about yourself. 
it was important to me but now it's very important to me because i have great ideas and i have thoughts and i want to be able to provide those thoughts those thoughts are very important to me and i think will continue important to me for a while yes for sure yeah you want to make sure that the next position is one that you can really make a, the contribution that you envision yourself making. So, Teresa, one thing I read on your website that caught my attention, I think we've talked about a little bit at the beginning when you introduced yourself, but one thing that you said was, I felt unfulfilled, frustrated, and drained. It goes on to say that I had absolutely no idea what I wanted to do with my career. So can you elaborate on us for our audience today? What exactly oh, you were feeling? So... I had no idea when I graduated high school, I already didn't know what I wanted to do. And that didn't change after my undergrad or my graduate degree. So I graduated with a degree in with a master's degree in sustainability from Hawaii Pacific University and thought I'll work in sustainability. But that was a lot easier said than done. I was on the international student visa, which did not help. But the main thing is I absolutely had no idea how to go about a job search. I didn't know how to network. And I was really lacking the skills of how to find a job. And I was lacking clarity. Because just thinking I want to work in sustainability, it's a huge field. I was like, I couldn't communicate what exactly it was that I wanted to do. So because of the, those, of the lack of my skills in all these areas, I ended up with the only job offer that I got, and that was for an international transportation company. It was quite the opposite of sustainability and hence didn't align with my values. And then I stayed there for eight years because I was successful. I moved up. I had, I was able to run a couple of branches and then got promoted into human resources. So my pay kept going up. I had a company car. I had great benefits. So I thought that's where I needed to stay. But I just was deep down. I just wasn't happy doing the work I was doing. I felt like there is just something more I'm supposed to do than sit here on my desk and do repetitive, boring work for nine hours a day. At the same time, being extremely stressed because the workload was so big during that time, I probably wrote over 500 job applications. Again, I had no clue what I wanted to do. So I just randomly applied to open positions that I saw on job boards on Indeed or LinkedIn. Didn't get any of them because I had no idea what I wanted to do and I couldn't communicate that to any. So definitely I lacked those skills. Two things I lacked was having clarity and not knowing how to go about a successful career change. And that all changed. Obviously, mm -hmm. once I became a recruiter, I learned a lot of skills on how to find a job, how to conduct a successful job search. So that was the first turnaround. But the second turnaround was really getting that clarity piece of, okay, now I know what I truly want to do. And now I can finally find it. And then finding it was the easy part. I, it, you sound a little bit how I thought a while back were things are not in our control. So you decided that you wanted to switch to something and do something that was within your control, which is what where I am now is to be doing things that are within my control and the things that are not to ignore them, but just, you know, they're not within my control. I can't do anything about them. Let's concentrate on the things that are within my control. Absolutely. Yes. 
And that's the thing that a job search or a career change can very much feel like it's out of our control. And that's how I felt. I was like, I can't, like, all I can do is submit these online applications. And if no one hires me or no one offers me an interview, there's really nothing I can do. And that was a really passive approach, as I know now, of job searching. Now I know we're actually in charge of our careers and of our job search. And we're, we have so much power and control over that process. Once we have control about gaining clarity, what we want to do and where we want to do it, we are in control of the people that we talk to, the relationships we build. We're in control of how we present ourselves, how we set up our LinkedIn profile, how we present our resume, how we present ourselves in interviews. And all of these things put you really in driver's in the driver's seat and makes you successful in any career change or in your career in general. So it's also a mindset shift of, okay, no, this is not a career that's just happening to me, but mm -hmm. I'm in charge and I'm going to take charge now of my career and move my career in the direction that I want to go in. Wonderful. That's awesome to hear. It's so real. For sure. If I was to ask you to use one word to describe yourself to our listeners today, Teresa, what word would it be? I would have to go with passionate. I'm so passionate about getting people out of careers that make them unhappy and unfulfilled and helping them find what really brings them happiness and is what makes them come alive. I'm so passionate about it. So I would have to go with the word passion. Yeah, I definitely, if I was to, from what I know of you, I would definitely choose passionate as well. I came up with another word for you as well, though, Teresa. And I'm the curious. word that I, And the word that I came up for you is powerful. Oh. And the reason why I said powerful is because I feel like you're not afraid to share your thoughts and ideas. I feel like you speak from your heart. And I feel like you sincerely believe in the welfare of others. So... That's why I think the word that I would use for you, I would use passionate, but I would also use powerful. Oh, thank you, Andrew. That, was, that means a lot to me. Thank you. Now I'm curious, well. what word do you choose for yourself? For myself, I would probably say genuine. I would say I'm, I am who I am. If you were to buy me in a store and I got home, you'd get what you got. Wouldn't be no surprises. Oh yeah, I would agree. You have, yes, absolutely. My conversations with you have always been very genuine and also see you as very supportive, Andrew. So supportive would probably be the second word I would pick for you. Oh, I appreciate you saying that. You're welcome. If any of our listeners want to get a hold of you, Teresa, how might they do? I spend a lot of my time on LinkedIn. That's where Andrew and I met originally. Mm -hmm. So you can find me on LinkedIn. It's linkedin.com forward slash Teresa slash A. Oh, so Teresa dash A dash white. You can also go on my website. It's careerbloomcoaching.com. And it has links to all my social media accounts. And then I'm also on Instagram at Teresa underscore career. Wonderful. And I do have to say, if you do want to get into her good side, a uh, little birdie told me that she is a big fan of chocolate cake. So if you ever <laughs> want to get on her good side, chocolate cake would be the way to go. Did you read my LinkedIn post today? <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I just heard from a little birdie. Anything this chocolate will do it. <laughs> On behalf of myself and my guest, Teresa, I would like to thank you all for listening today. And until next time, be safe. And remember, if we all work together, 
we can accomplish anything.